Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. We're two siblings who love to talk about our childhood and nostalgia and how it shaped us into the people we are today. Which are pretty rad, if I do say so myself. Welcome to How Did We Get Weird? I want to talk to you about this kind of interesting thing about our dad, which is that, as you know, Jonah, our dad has told us since we were little that he is the first Todd, meaning the first person ever to have Todd as their first name. He maintains that before he was named Todd, it was a last name like Carson or something, and that his um, parents were the first ones to decide to use it as a first name, and that anybody who's older than him who goes by the name Todd is probably really named Theodore or something, but they just started calling themselves Todd after he was born. Yes, I'm very familiar with this. I feel like we've done some research over the years. Todd yes. Rundgren, famous Todd, is younger than our dad. Yes. So that checks out. Yeah. James Earl Jones' is real first name, I think, is Todd, but he doesn't count. I think it's not his first name, though. I think there's a Todd in James Earl Jones's name. But that probably wouldn't count because he doesn't go by Todd anyways. Right, 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 I mean, right. there's a few different kind of sub-rules to 
to, I feel like, our dad's belief. First of all, do you believe it? I didn't believe it at first, but it reminds me of um, like a lot of stuff our dad has told us over the years. I didn't believe at first that ended up being true. Yeah, like Esperanto. We'll get into that another day. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about this another day. But yeah, our dad told us there was a universal language um, and we didn't believe it. And it turned out to be true. So, I mean, someone has to be the first Todd. So I think it's... Yeah. I've never met a Todd older than our dad. I think it's possible. It sounds made up, but someone has to, it has to be someone. Right. Well, I just want to say that I don't know how much you reference it in daily life, but I did a thing particularly during college where whenever I would meet people named Todd, I would go, did you know you're named after my dad? And it didn't always <laughs> go great, I have to say. People were confused a little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, your production company is named, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's named the first Todd. Yeah. Just so so whether or not I believe it and and the truth is I do think our grandparents had an independent thought to name him Todd. I will defend it forever because it's it's so important to him. Yeah, I think he's a first Todd. I think I mean, I think someone if someone like someone's listening to this and they wanted to like do some research and f- maybe they could find something, but it's also like leave it alone. Like Yeah, also be cool. Don't do that research. Like just Act like a cool person. Yeah, like go outside or something, you yeah. know? It's beautiful Get out. some fresh air, you jerk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of jerks, I'm kidding. I'm fully kidding. This is one of the best people in the world. This is one of my... Okay, I'm introducing our guest, by the way, Joan. I didn't, I didn't know if you knew that. Yep, I knew it. With a great segue. Okay, we have today... We are so lucky to have one of my close friends... He's an actor. He's a writer. He's, I, I call him a singer. <laughs> he's, he's just a true talent and such a joy. Please welcome my friend and yours, Beck Bennett. Hello, hello. I'm a singer. Yeah, you're a singer. I, I can't help it. Guys, it's so great to be on the pod, <laughs> as they say. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here, Beck. I love that discussion about the first Todd. I immediately, you guys were just criticizing people for researching. When you were talking about (laughs) it, I immediately looked up like as if this was going to do something, where the hot toddy came from, (laughs) as if that was going to give me some insight into the name Todd, but it has nothing to do with the name Todd. What, where did it come from? Tad, Taddy. I think it's T-A-D-D-Y, like something about sap or something like that. So Got it's it. not the name Todd, but I was that person who immediately started researching. No, um, I. but you were doing it from a pure of heart way. Like, yes. I feel like people, we're, we're telling people who are doing it out of a like, I'm going to, you know, ruin their dad's dreams of being the first Todd. Like, those are the people yeah. that we want to avoid. I was actually doing it in support of your dream. Yeah, exactly. I wanted him to be the first Todd. I love exactly. that. I love that idea that he's the first Todd. Do you believe it? It's okay. You can be honest with us. I I actually, I you know, it's, I don't know if it's like a belief in truth, but when I hear this, and I don't know if it's just because I'm biased because I love you guys, but I'm like, I think he could be. It sounds like, it sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe it was a name, but yeah, he was the first one to be with the first with the first name Todd. Yeah. For that to be yeah. named Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Um nobody else is saying it. So Yeah, nobody else is really um claiming it. So it's like And also, yeah, if you do this here, if you put it out there enough, you might get a Todd another Todd to come forward or somebody else to come forward and be like, My dad was the first Todd. 
And then you can you can talk to them about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you can maybe figure this out. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. This yeah, is... we're in like a bit of a Todd bubble with just our dad exactly. weighing in. Exactly. You're yeah. a Todd yeah. bubble and you gotta yeah. you gotta pop that Todd bubble. Yeah, just yeah. my our dad and anyone who I told was named after him who immediately got offended. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I gotta say, this is immediate I not I not that I've done a bunch of podcasts, but this is immediately the sweetest podcast I've ever been on. I feel Yay! I feel very Aww. comfortable. To be here. Well, Beck, we are so happy that you're here. It's just so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Beck, Jonah brought something up to me earlier this week about your name. Yeah. And we we have a... Did things change for you significantly when Beck became a popular musician? It it did. I remember, I think in seventh grade, huge, loser, huge. And it didn't... That didn't do bad things for me. People didn't go around calling me a loser. Good, and like good, singing good, the song good. to my face, which was great. That could have been bad. He gave me a cassette, like the tape of it for my birthday when it came out. And then I fell in love with it. And I don't, I think, I mean, I do love his music. Yeah. But I can't tell how much of that was like, there's another Beck. He's a like a rock star. And I love his music because of that. So right, I, I mean, right, like, right. it kind of became part of my identity that I liked Beck. Wait, who gave you the tape? Uh, Josh Booyah Bruin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, so I, much I still don't know if that's his, his real middle name or if that's like his nickname that he like said was his middle name, but he went by Joshua Booyah Bruin. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know if it's his actual name or I not. I bet Booyah is, well, who knows? Yeah. It's just. <laughs> He could be the first person with the middle name Booyah. Booyah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Booyah's a good name. <laughs> Booyah. Wait, what does that mean? Like the slang Booyah. Does that mean like, hell yeah. <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of an, yeah, it's like, yeah. It means like, hell yeah. Hell right? yeah. Got, yeah. That's what's up. Booyah. <laughs> it's like, hell yeah, but you mean it so much. It's yeah. like the hell yeah to the like times 10 is booyah. Hell yeah times 10 is booyah. <laughs> <laughs> so were you a fan? Did you follow his career kind of throughout? Uh, I did. I yeah. did. And like, I, I got a book. A, not that that's a big deal. It was like a a book about like how he changed as an artist from record to record and um, I loved that about him too. I like saw him as an artist, as like not just a musician. And then I think around, I want to say maybe Sea Change was the last album that made an impact on me. I think it was like up through high school, and then after that I sort of fall off a little bit. But yeah, I was the same. I was the same. I kind of stopped after that. Although you know, I did when he played SNL. I went because um, Father John Misty was in his backing band for that oh, taping yeah. which That's was cool right. and i got to meet him during like the rehearsals i was excited about that but yeah i haven't really followed his music as much since sea change i think i took a picture of you with him back you did at snl he was like one of the few people like i went to I, you know i want i've watched like a lot of rehearsals on thursday but watched him on thursday and was like i think i was crying because it was Aww. like my second year maybe or like i think it was or maybe my first I, it was early on and I was like, I can't believe, like, he was like one of the, he was like the first musician I loved. So to see him and he was playing like really like deep, emotional, slow songs. And I was standing back there and being like, I can't believe this is happening. 
and I like that's cried. And so then like, nice. and then, yeah. And then somebody introduced me to him. I forget who, uh, maybe you, was it you? It was probably me. Probably you. You're kind of a music head. I, I remember, <laughs> um, us being by the page desk where all yes. that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And it was maybe you, I, I don't know. Somebody was like, Beck, this is Beck. He's a big fan. And, and we talked for a little bit and then, and yeah, that was it. But it was, it was a really great moment. That's so nice. And is that yeah. the only other person you've ever met who's named Beck? Yeah. Wow. So, and also he's Beck Hansen. That was his, this is his first name, right? Official, official first name. My middle name is Beck. It's my mom's maiden name. Right. And my first name is Christopher and they just never called me Christopher. I always forget that your first name is Christopher because yeah. you seem so much more like a Beck than a Christopher. I grew into my name. Yeah. yeah. And his first name is Beck? I think so. Yeah. So maybe he's the first Beck. He which be what an Beck. honor for you to be named after him, which I know you, you technically weren't. But as according to the logic that I've given people, anyone who's born even six months after you is is named after you. After you're the you. first yeah. one. Yeah, I was named after him. And it's an absolute honor. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just had another funny SNL story of something else, but it, it escapes me now. <laughs> we had a lot we had a lot of fun there and we we had so much fun there how many years did we overlap five we overlapped four four years i think because did you just finish your eighth season yeah Back. wow crazy right you've outlasted i was gonna say the master but yeah i've outlasted the master <laughs> Vanessa Bear. i was uh, there for seven you were there for seven now i'm more important than you yeah, now you're more important. It's like when I higher status. It's like when we were little. Jonah said because he was two years older than me, um, mom and our mom and dad had two more things of love for him. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, two more things. <laughs> just things. I didn't have an actual unit. Yeah, just years? things. You didn't have no. A unit I don't know. It. The logic made sense to me at the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like things. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I have one more thing of SNL than you. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more thing of Lauren's love than you. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, that's true. That's how it works. That's but, how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Beck, speaking of like um, seventh grade, when you discover Beck, I mean, mm-hmm. and SNL, like it seems like you, you and Kyle play so many of these like adolescent boy kind of characters. I mean, yeah. do you find, I think like Vanessa too, like, and me, like find that period of life so funny. I mean, is that fun for you? Like what kind of draws you to like that period of growing up, I guess? Um, well, like, I, I guess I'm trying to think of like some of the characters, some of the nostalgia stuff. It's like, I mean, there's, well, there's like initially, like we've done a lot of like sitcom sort of sketches and that comes from like definitely TGIF and like sort of those types of things and old kids movies. I mean, I think there's a lot there that we would watch and just find the the bad acting <laughs> and like the kids trying to like express ideas or feelings that they clearly don't understand or own and it's like that disconnect is is really funny um i also think that like that whatever age it is like that pure excitement and this is like you know it's a different thing but kids being like yeah (laughs) it's just like so just like like sugar high stuff like kids spazzing out and just being like this is awesome yes oh my god this is so cool (laughs) like that sort of stuff or like getting so upset and throwing temper tantrums and like losing control of their bodies and minds i mean both of those are like my immediate 
attractions to, to that like time period and and playing characters like that and uh so they're kind of two different things one is like fully you know a kid being in their body and being so emotional and so excited <laughs> or so upset and the other one is like kids like trying to be adults and not understanding it but saying it anyway you know what i mean and it's like one is very connected to the emotional experience and one is fully separated so those are kind of like my immediate connections to making fun of that that period i think that's so great yeah and yeah. with the sitcoms like i feel like all the audience noise like the laugh tracks the oohs and ahs is so it that also sounds so weird today yeah well yeah because we don't have shows with laugh tracks anymore not really yeah and and also like the um like that interstitial like music where it's like so jarring it's like it's like electric guitar like so loud and you're like yes. whoa like, where just... what was that choice yeah, <laughs> yeah you go back and watch and it's like <laughs> okay <laughs> could it just add something more generic we, it doesn't need to take it center stage we don't need to be commenting on the interlude music and how great it was and it doesn't need to be upstaging the characters in the story <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it does feel, I think that's one of the things we like to do with those sketches. It, it just feels so surreal to watch those old shows and hear the gasps and like the laughter. Right. Yeah. And it's like, who, <laughs> what is this world that they're in? It just feels like a dream. And, and like back then it was so natural to hear all those sounds, you know, back then it would be, and I think even now to see like a full soundstage set. And seeing those characters interacting with silence would probably be even more surreal, <laughs> yeah. you know, with nothing. Totally. Uh, which is something I feel like we never, never really did. But that would be funny to experiment with and just like take the laugh track out of the things that we did. <laughs> what were some of your favorites? Um, of those like types of, of those uh, sitcom yeah, sketches? Yeah, like from that era kind of shows. I mean, the first one we did with Andrew Garfield, it was called Wing. And I really like that one. I think like the, cause we would, a lot of the sitcom uh, sketches that I did with Kyle and Dave and Kyle, Kyle was like, a, he was, he's really obsessed with this period. And it would kind of come from his brain and how much he would watch uh, these sketches and they, he would share them with us and we would like come up with, you know, stuff for them. Um, but I really liked wing. Cause I think it really, worked really well and that was a little different it wasn't on a sound stage it was shot more like a internet video or something but it had all the uh audience sounds and then the one i like after that would probably be the one let's see we did with chris pratt and then like sorry now i'm like naming half of them i what about the ryan gosling one? the ryan gosling yeah, one that's what i, I was loved thinking. i love that one the reason i think i hesitate i think that was like a sort of like everything coming together, like the sets, the looks, like everything really like elevated it. It's almost like we did a couple of them and they were like, they gave us more money to pull off our idea, how we like really wanted to. And then we like, we were laughing so much. We loved the edit <laughs> and then it went to dress and it died. Do you want to explain to the audience? Cause it was sort of a dark premise if I remember. Okay. So yeah, it's, Kyle, wait, I, I haven't like even thought about it in a long time, but like Kyle, Kyle wants to be cool. He's <laughs> Dougie and he it's, it's based on this family matters episode where, oh, where, you know, uh, where Urkel becomes Stefan, right? you know, the right, Stefan right, stuff. Right. So he goes in this cool machine 
and he Kyle comes does. Out, yeah Kyle does and he comes out and I think he turns in from Dougie to Duguay wait no do, wait what it's it's Duguay no Duguay I think it's Duguay instead of Dougie anyway it's been a long time uh and then but then I I'm now I'm forgetting the end but there's like a drunk car crash Right. And doesn't Ryan Gosling's character die? I think he died. And yeah. you guys come back yeah. in and you're like, he died. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, let's party. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a scene where, yeah, like Kyle becomes the cool guy at the party and Ryan Gosling's like, whoa, cool, man. And there's like a dance where the <laughs> yeah. whole, where everybody dances. <laughs> like kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was, it was that, that was a video where like Lauren came to set and was like, everything going good. And it was like, yep, everything's great. And then at dress rehearsal, people were just not responding to it. There was like no laughter. Uh, and then it still, it still went online. And I, we, I love it. But Did it not make it to air? It just went online? It just went online. Yeah, it didn't make it to air. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think for me, the, the wing, I mean, I, I like those first three a lot. Yeah. 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 Hello, this is The First Todd, debatable but not really, and you're listening to How Did We Get Weird with Jonah and Vanessa Bayer. Now, a word from our sponsors. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. 
We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. And we're back. Nice. That was so smooth. That was like, it seems like you guys have been doing this for forever like the, the the back and forth is just i mean well you guys grew up together so we grew up together so but it's intimidating unfair. for me because you two are obviously such kind of high energy performers rude some from some of the world <laughs> some, some of the country's greatest punk bands in america is jonah bayer <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and i laughed uh, because i was telling the truth i laughed at for fun enjoying the moment not because i was kidding Okay, well, I'll, I'll take it. I appreciate that. Thank you. I know what you're talking about. I understand what's happening. <laughs> now, Beck, you were saying something very sweet during the commercial break. Aww. <laughs> Who is like one of your favorite people to see at your wedding? Oh, oh, that's interesting that you bring that up because I have said that it, one of the best guests was you. Yes, <laughs> that's why I brought okay, it up. For the listeners and for Jonah, I don't know if you've heard this. Vanessa was a fantastic guest. I have not she heard was, this. Oh, really? So she like... No. She showed up in a fun way. She like <laughs> showed up in a car and like me and my brothers were there in the parking lot of this venue in like the Redwoods in Northern California. And she was like hanging out with us right away. She was like, she always had a smile on. So because as, as somebody who's getting married, you like to you like to look out at your guests and see them enjoying themselves. So a lot of people would just be like, huh. <laughs> for people who can't see, that's not a smile. It's like a, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to talk to you. And you're like, Oh no, I hope they're having fun. Every time I looked at Vanessa, it was like, she's having fun. She's talking to people. She was like present. I think also the other thing is that a lot of people are like, Oh, it's your wedding. I want to get out of your way. I don't want to talk to you. And Vanessa <laughs> yeah, was, was not, not doing like that. that and it's great. I, you want people around you. Uh, Cause it can feel like you can feel so separated from all these people that you want to be interacting with. And I think they like are trying to be respectful and give you space and not talk to you, which is like not what you want, which is something I've done right. at weddings too, but you know. But you were a fantastic guest. Thank you. I kind of, fe- I kind of fed you. T- you fed it to me. But I was yeah. thinking, I was gonna say it. That's why I came on here. I wanted to tell people. <laughs> okay, and good. also, I have so many photos to show you. You're in so many. Like you're like <laughs> you're just like talking to people, and you'll be like expressions like this. Like <laughs> <laughs> what Peck is doing right now, just so you know, is he's mid talking with his hands up, which I do gesture a lot. 
Yeah, like halfway through a blank. Like, yeah, <laughs> we threw a blank. Very flattering. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, next topic. Different. No, 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 no. <laughs> I I took us a little off. I took us a little off, which I'm happy I did because I wanted everyone to know what a good guest I was at your wedding. Absolutely, it's important. Uh, absolutely. But also, you know, obviously our our podcast is about nostalgia. So we asked you to come in with kind of an idea of something nostalgic that you wanted to talk about. Absolutely. And you gave us just, you know, an amazing, you gave list. Us an amazing ah, list of, of you, commercials and, and toys and products. Mm-hmm. And um, the one that we settled on that we were really impressed that you had thought of was <laughs> Lean Pockets. When you want a heartbeat, <laughs> <like Lean Pockets>. <laughs> <laughs> really impressed that to me is like, you are impressed that I thought of that, but it's almost like, wow, we're really impressed that you <laughs> thought of that for nostalgia, 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 because it's like that isn't necessarily a nostalgic thing. It's something that exists now. It's not like something from I mean, a lot of those things from our childhood still exist. Right. But I don't know if somebody would be like, oh, remember lean pockets? <laughs> Well, well, Beck, I have a couple. I mean, why lean pockets over hot pockets seems like the obvious choice. Of course, that is that's like, yeah, that's what everybody gets excited about. Lean pockets are kind of, meh, meh. Uh, but that's what we were allowed to have in our house. My mom was <laughs> a health it. nut. We had like the healthy choice, reduced fat stuff, you know, non-fat, uh, all that. Which was like a huge, which that is nostalgic because that was a huge craze in the 90s. Snack wells. Yes, snack wells. Yeah, that was the the thing that people, (laughs) these diet foods. And and so we were allowed to have lean pockets. And I I like, (laughs) that was like the best healthy, healthy snack that we were allowed to have in the house. So like after school, having a lean pocket was was amazing because like, (laughs) That was about as far as I could get in the house, you know, like closest to what I wanted, which was like fake cheese and like, like, basically, you know, a little pizza. Um, I think we had the ham and cheese ones. Got it. Got it. Um, and not, I mean, not the pepperoni, although sometimes we did. And like, it was just, I just remember those little, the pockets that they, the microwave po- sleeve that yeah. you would put yep. it in, like put it in for two and a half minutes and... I would take that hot, that lean pocket and like watch some TV after school. And that was that, that gooey, that gooey little pocket of cheese was like really, I don't know. It was just the, the height of after school snacking for me, you know? And like, which, which combines with like the TV shows and like, yeah, it's like that seventh grade, eighth grade. Because it's also kind of an adultish snack. You know, it's not cheese and crackers, I guess. Right, right, right. It's it's like the sophisticated version of the healthy snacks that we were allowed in the house when I was a kid. What makes it healthier than a Hot Pocket? Do you know? That's a good question. And I did want to do a little bit of research on the Lean Pockets before I came in here, but I didn't. I came in here blind. I think they're just lower in calories. Like, I think it's just what they put in them is they they're just like there are certain there and there's. I looked this up. There's seven grams of fat in them, which remember in the 90s, like we didn't really think about. I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know if they're lower in calories. I just know they're lower in fat. And that was the thing in the 90s was like you could you could have as many calories and as much sugar and stuff as you wanted, but you just couldn't have grams of fat in it. Right. Which is so (laughs) which is so wrong, which is the opposite of what people say now, which is like, fat is healthy. Yeah. There's good fats and they help you. And yeah. Well, Beck, we have some 
bad news for you. Bad news for you. Oh God! And that is that Lean Pockets were discontinued in 2020. Oh (laughs) shit! Now, if you are mad, oh my God! If you are upset, Beck, you are not alone. If you go on the Hot Pockets um, Facebook or Twitter, people are furious. People are so mad. They should be. Yeah. Like, what did they? Is there a reason out there for why they discontinued? I guess they weren't. They were not bringing in enough sales. But Hot Pockets apparently went up a lot during the pandemic. People were loving them, but Lean Pockets just yeah, it didn't work. Wow. That is yeah. so sad for all those people who still depended on Lean Pockets for their healthy snack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is, I mean, it, it makes sense because that whole, I feel like in the past couple of years, the, the health trend of healthy fats or whatever is like, you know, maybe they just don't make sense anymore. And people just aren't buying those things to like, if they're trying to stay in shape or something, <laughs> they're not buying lean pockets to stay in shape anymore. Our producer, Doug, just said it's number three on the list of best products discontinued, which must be a pretty recent list because they were just discontinued. Yeah. I wonder, Doug, who made this list? You know, I also have a bit yeah. of a conspiracy theory because lean pockets and hot pockets are owned by Nestle. Yeah. Nestle also owns lean cuisine who makes lean cuisine pizzas. Oh. I don't know. Seems a little bit weird But what weird is the conspiracy theory that they own all three? <laughs> no, maybe they wanted to push these lean cuisine pizzas. So they were like, we don't need yeah. to compete with ourselves. Right, 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 right. Right, right. Yeah. Maybe they're maybe like the way that they're making the lean, lean cuisine pizzas, the profit margin is higher. So they're like, discontinue these pockets. We want the regular pizzas. Exactly. No calzones. I think like it's, I read something where like in 2011 or something, they realized like they weren't selling as well. So they cut out the kinds of the, certain lean pockets got discontinued because their dough, there's like more dough in them. So they're more, oh. maybe it was like the calzones or something. There's more dough in them. So they're more expensive to make, which mm. that dough doesn't seem super um, high end. No, me, no. Yeah. By expensive, they're like, this thing costs five cents to make and it's too <laughs> yeah. much. We can't afford it. Yeah. It's also, there was a Philly cheesesteak lean pocket, which mm. like, yeah. Did you ever try that one back? Uh, yes, I did. I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Was it good? It was, it was all right. It wasn't my favorite. I like the, I like the cheese and ham. Yeah. Cause that was a big, like a big thing that I still like and loved as a kid. And I didn't put this on the list because I, I loved fake cheese. Like I loved like American yeah. cheese and we were definitely not allowed to have that in the house. Really? Even this craft singles? Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Wow. Your mom, so ahead yeah. of the game. I so mean, ahead of the game. No, everyone was just eating crap back then and no one knew. Well, to be fair, Jonah, and I, I, I don't want to throw our mom under the bus. She was very healthy, too. We mostly okay. had healthy food in our house. Yeah, we had a lot of pizza rolls, though. And, like, um, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I didn't even notice it because Jonah was the only one who ate that stuff. I guess in our dad. <laughs> Jonah <laughs> so was the only one who ate that crap. Do you remember at, w- at what point our dad was going to buy a gyro company? Yes. <laughs> like a like like gyro? Gyro. I mean, some yeah. people say gyro. I don't some know. Some say the, gyro. Yeah. I don't know what the right pronunciation is, but he was going to buy this company yes. that made them. So he got tons of like yes. the bread and the sauce and the meat in this freezer we kept in the garage, and we oh had my. like a year's worth. And I would just make them all the time. That's amazing. That is we a had dream. so much. And I remember I tried to stay away from them because they seemed unhealthy. And I remember yeah. once making it. And just the bread alone, like the the quote unquote pita, yeah. was like so 
it was like so oily. It was just like this big, thi- like it was so great. We oh did. We God. had like a year's supply we, yeah. of it. I mean, you do you eat one of those, you wash it down with a peach snapple and you're good to go. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. Like, <laughs> just like to be the kid in, in whatever grade you are to be like, yeah, we got a year's supply euro in the fridge. You want it one? Was, like that is, it, you are so cool. We, Jonah, we never really talked about how crazy that was. We had so much of it. We had. Yeah. Another thing that our dad almost did, and I remember ta- I remember telling Ingrid Olsen about it on the bus, is he almost, at one point, this was very brief, he almost bought like a franchise, like a regional franchise of, um, I think it was Baskin Robbins or Dunkin something. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. And I remember being on the bus with Ingrid Olsen and I was like, I was like, this is a secret, but my dad might buy, <laughs> might buy Dunkin' Donuts. And she was the like, whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yeah, because <laughs> I thought I thought he was he was going to buy all of Dunkin'. Like, I thought we were going to be like, really own Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Well, he, he was going to have to go to this donut university. You have to go for like three weeks or something to learn how to actually make the donuts. Oh, like right. the whole you have to get up at like 2 a.m. Like he was learning the whole the process. Donuts. Yeah. That's you have to go away. He was going to have to go every year. Right. Yeah. Something like that. But you know what's so crazy is the Dunkin' Donuts he was going to buy was in this town called Solon, Ohio. And I hung out at the Stokin' Donuts when I was like 15, 16 with wow. all these punk kids. We would like hang out outside. And this is how long ago it was. People used to smoke cigarettes inside and it was like a bunch of teenagers. Wow. And they banned indoor smoking because smoke was getting into the donuts. And Whoa. we thought, kids were like, this is fascism. You can't tell us not to smoke inside of a restaurant. <laughs> this is insane. Like it was such a foreign concept to not be able to smoke inside of like a restaurant right where they are making yeah where they're making food <laughs> yeah. and just filling it with smoke yeah. it's also so funny because my friends would all go to this place called coffee and creations that was like had like cappuccinos and lattes and stuff and that was like i feel like so dorky to you but you guys were going to dunkin donuts which feels like kind of yeah it sounds like cuter <laughs> like the pumpkin yeah. yeah. because it's like that is that is a bakery that is right. a cute pastry right. shop like my friends would go to uh like a caf- like a big cafe and get like fries and grilled cheese and coffee and smoke cigarettes in like a booth. Right. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like that's like, yeah, I never did that. I wasn't a smoker. And, but where did you go? I don't know. Like, honestly, I think in high school I was so, and I don't, I'm not, I haven't fully unpacked this, but like I was always busy after school. I was always like play rehearsal yeah. or practice for like a sport. I was playing. Did you go to college for theater? Did you go to th- I did. I got my Bachelor of Fine Arts, a BFA, uh, in acting at USC. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Wow. I'm a trained actor, trained dramatic actor. Whoa. Drama. I went to London for one semester to study <gasps> Shakespeare. Yes. Oh, my God. You went to the Globe? I went to the Globe. Wow. And I studied there by myself. No teachers. <laughs> okay. Just found I stuff. I found, towards- I found plays and I just spoke them on the streets of London, like Shakespeare of old. You are such a good actor, Beck. And oh, it makes sense you. that you are you. classically trained Classic. in London. <laughs> in London, England. England. <laughs> in that right, chap? Yeah. Some oh. of us can do accents and didn't get to do it on the show very much. <laughs> You do great accents. Come on. Yeah, look at that. That was so British. <laughs> right? Governor? Eh? Eh? And right? you do them going for the thing. But to go back to your 
high school slash middle school yeah. um, place you hung out. It sounds like, you know, Jonah was at Dunkin' Donuts. I was at right. Coffee and Creations. You were at home having a lean pocket. I was at home having a lean pocket in like seventh and eighth grade. And then usually after that, like high school, I was like never home. Yeah, you were never home. Oh, I right. Was, you were never home. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, I don't think I had a, a, yeah. If anything, it would be like Friday in front of the school. Yeah. Like maybe hanging out and seeing where people were going. Yeah. I don't know. Like I would just, yeah. And then going to somebody's house. You know, Jonah used to, when we would get home from school, um, we had two TVs in our house. We had one in our living room and one upstairs in my parents' room. Cool. And Jonah would, um, and I would want to, be in the living room going on the we had a treadmill in the living room oh, and cool. so okay. jonah would be like watching tv in the living room and i'd be like jonah can you go upstairs and watch tv in mom and dad's room so that i can run on the treadmill and like i would watch like music videos and like i'd basically uh-huh. it would be my, okay and he would <laughs> okay. be like he would be like he would be like only if you make me a snack so i'd have to like make him like if we had lean pockets at that time, it would have been so much easier. So I'd have to like make him a sandwich and like a whole thing oh, to wow. get him to go upstairs. I mean, that's that's <laughs> that's actually like that's really sort of decent sibling behavior. It's like, yeah, you know, what? I will do this for you, but you got to give me something. Not like, no, I'm not going to go deal with it. Idiot. The, t- the TV upstairs was a lot smaller in my defense. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I not know. saying I'm not saying that was the right way to handle it, but I mean it wasn't like you know it was different. It was different viewing experience. Yeah, and I think that's that's decent. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna sacrifice my viewing experience for you. Let's make it a little bit better. I'll I'll get a snack to go with it. Yeah. I mean, you're really Jonah's coming off pretty great in this. Yeah. <laughs> with the day. Not Man, sure what a I've... nice guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> what kind of snack would you make for him? Like, what was the classic snack? Just a sandwich? I think it was usually a sandwich, right, Jonah? I don't, I actually don't really remember this, but it doesn't, I, I b- totally believe that this is I, what happened. I bet there yeah. was some kind of a hot pocket or maybe um, pizza rolls or something. I like pizza those rolls. Red Baron pizzas. You remember those? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Those are really good. Yeah. Those um, still exist. Those still exist? They still yeah. exist. I like DiGiorno was my favorite kind of pizza. Frozen pizza. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I, I mean, obviously, the DiGiorno commercials are very, very well um, Iconic. Known. Iconic. Iconic. Iconic because commercials. It's, it's, they're basically like, it's the same as delivery. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Mm, is it? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we, Jonah and I were looking at the lean pockets commercials and the premise of them is all the same, which I don't know if you remember it, which is basically I that don't. there's a guy eating a, a lean pocket and then his wife or partner, who's a woman uh-huh. says, um, honey, did you see my lean pockets? And then the guy is shocked that what he's eating is actually a lean pocket yeah. and not a hot pocket. And but he's enjoying it so much that he hides from the woman <laughs> and acts like he's never seen it. And he's always doing something very masculine, like fixing the pipe, like, oh, yeah. like yeah, plumbing. Yeah. You now, know? the logic is not it's so illogical. I was saying to Chona earlier today, like the idea that this guy doesn't know he's for, at first is shocked to hear that he's eating a lean pocket when he had to open the box that says lean pockets. Uh-huh. Look at the instructions. See how long he's supposed to microwave it for. <laughs> <laughs> and, he and he's surprised like was he closing his uh-huh, eyes okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no and also the idea that like it just so jonah was pointing out it's just so like it's so weirdly like gendered that it's like only yeah. the it's the woman's lean pocket and the guy's like eating it by accident but he's enjoying it so much that he has to hide from her 
Yeah, right. like guys, it's like okay, guys, to eat a lean pocket. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. you can still be it, a man, right? And it's also like it's saying like this is for women, like it's it's still like going towards women, being like this is this is for you women, but also like guys, pretty cool too. Win win for both of you. Yeah, exactly. exactly, exactly. Look at that cheese and meat coming out of that pastry dough puff thing. Okay, so see, she's looking for it. She can't find it. He's under... And he's he's in the drain. He's fixing the sink. He's under the sink Uh, eating a lean pocket, which (laughs) just like do one, then do the other. Like, (laughs) Have your snack after you fix the sink. (laughs) So he's under there and he's like, I can't believe it's a lean pocket. Right. And then it's a commercial for a lean pocket. And he's like trying to eat it really quickly. And he's pretending he hasn't seen it. Oh, my God. She's looking through the drain. She sees him. She's like knows what he's up to. Right. There's another one where the woman um, for the meatballs and mozzarella where she's looking all over the kitchen. He's sitting in front of the TV. And and also it's like (laughs) he he can't. Also, she's like shaking the box. She's like, what happened to the lean pocket? It's like, well, there's one other human in your house. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, and there's almost kind of two things happening. Is why is he hiding it? Because he doesn't want to get caught. But that doesn't have anything to do with. He's not like, oh, I'm not a chick. I don't want to be caught. Right? That's like not. That's not what is being insinuated. It's like these are her lean pockets. Like she bought them. They're for the woman. For her. And <laughs> the lean but- pockets are for the woman and for the guy to be a little sneaky little bastard and yeah. take him away from her. Like the guy's not just like, oh yeah, this is actually pretty good. Like I was hungry. We didn't, you know, he's just like, nope, I haven't seen him around. Like I'm just gonna lie, just gonna lie to your face. It's like it's like the women are like, like I could see women being like, look, I bought the fucking lean pockets for myself, and the the ads are telling husbands it's okay. They don't buy them. He's too embarrassed to check out with the lean pockets, so I have to buy the lean pockets because I want them, and then he eats them. They're really setting up a problem here for a married they couple really or any sort are. of couple trying to. Cohabitate. Big, my biggest <laughs> issue, though, is the fact that the guy acts like he didn't know they were lean pockets. Like he's genuinely yes. surprised when she says, "Like, where are my lean pockets?" And it's like, how, how did you not know? You made them. It- yeah, <laughs> there should be something else in there commenting on how dumb the guy is. Like another yes. thing, like yeah. really, like nailing it home, like a little button, like, I don't, like, like I ate the box or something. Yes, or like, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. He ate the box. Like I love. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> I also want to do a shout out to my fans about the Totino's commercials, which obviously there's some overlap. Yeah, definitely right? some overlap. And I'm in those commercials. You're and you're those, in those, those commercials. Sketches. Yeah. <laughs> but those are all, those are kind of making fun of the gendered thing of those snacks. But those it are is. those are the pizza rolls. I don't know if pizza rolls if Totino's ever came out with like a diet pizza rolls. And oh, sorry that I said I wanted to do a shout out to my fans. I was saying it as a bit, <laughs> but then I didn't follow it with like a strong enough like thing for it to seem funny so it seems like i was saying that seriously and i think I you should be able to in this podcast you should always be able to say shout out to my fans and yeah, reference right. something that you've done or been in or yeah, you know right. some sort you're of right. inside thing and you never right. have to explain it that should be Thank like your you. calling card here. yeah you're welcome yeah i give that to you okay we're gonna take a quick commercial break commercial. we'll be right back with the favorite of all time beck bennett yeah 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome. 
Welcome back, Beck. Now, are you ready? Thank you. Um, <laughs> and Jonah, how are you doing? Just wanted to check in. I'm doing great. I'm really excited for this next segment you're about to introduce. Yeah, me too. I don't even know what it is. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a game with you great. called Nostalgia. No, 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 Nostalgia. Or Yes-stalgia. Yes-stalgia. Okay, okay, and we're going to bring up nostalgic products, shows, etc., that are kind of making a comeback now. Mm. And if you're into them, you're going to give them a yastalgia. And if you're not into them, you're going to give them a nostalgia. Okay. And wait, no, wait. How do you say nostalgia? Nostalgia. I say nostalgia, but you can say nostalgia if you want. That's my Chicago coming up. Stalgia. Yeah, we're from Cleveland, nostalgia. so we love you know we love a Midwestern accent. Yeah, a sharp A. A sharp, sharp a. Oh, is that sharp, what it is? Yeah, like Colorado. Or like, I guess those are O's. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All I remember is that when this this one woman was selling our house, I can't remember her name, but she she was selling our house and she left this <laughs> she left this message where she, on our voicemail of my parents' house that had such a strong Midwestern accent that we saved it and we oh would listen God. to it all the time. Because she was like, she would say stuff like my bleak biag and she'd be like yeah i think the house is gonna like i can't even do the whole thing but it was so funny that we saved it we played it over and over oh, again that is so fun i missed that about like voice machines answering machines, answering machines. i yeah. know you could just save someone's message and listen to it and laugh yeah. i think our parents still have one anyway okay. um okay so the first thing that is making a comeback is dunkaroos um, Dunkaroos, the small cookies with the miniature tubs of dippable frosting are back. Yes, Dalja. Yes, Dalja, <laughs> right? A yes, Dalja. I love Dunkaroos. Love yeah. them. They were hard to find. The dipping area for the Dunkaroo is so deep. You have frosting left over after You're all right. your cookies. It is really deep. It's, it was deep, like versus versus the Ritz, uh, which I loved with the little little uh, red, little spreadable knife that came in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little yeah, Ritz yeah. crackers. The cheese dip, I could have used more cheese dip. Yeah, Dunkaroos did. It was a really deep well of frosting. And, you know, they're bringing back the same exact ingredients. They're not uh, changing anything. Great. Um, so same cookie, same frosting. They went away in 2012, which you may or may not know. They disappeared in 2012. So they've been, they have been they stayed around for a long time. They stayed around for a while. I knew that they disappeared. They disappeared in 2000. Now, they disappeared from Canada in 2017, why you ask? Yeah, why? What happened? Well, because I guess the U.S. Uh, the U.S. part of General Mills was really pushing healthier snacks. Mm. So they were like, "This is," but apparently, this has been in the works for a while because people have been furious. I mean, yeah. assuming that it's going to be the same with Lean Pockets, it's like if people give you enough guff about your snack going away, and now people have a voice with the yeah. internet, they can rally together. Get a get a petition going, yeah. change.org. Yeah. Get on there and make yeah, and get their snacks back. And get their snacks back. And <laughs> apparently there was a tweet that Kim Kardashian did uh a couple years ago where she is like, I miss Dunkaroos so much. And they used that to like wow. uh, when they were saying they were coming back, which th- that's you know, if you want to have a great company and a great um and a and, and do a great job. You yeah. got to have that marketing element. You got to be now. You can bring back something from the 90s. That's great. We miss it. But make it now. Yeah. Use Kim Kardashian and you're, yeah. everybody's happy. Yeah. Put her on there. 
All you need is a tweet from Kim Kardashian. She gets she get any snack pack she wants. Just say, I want this snack pack. And yeah. Tweet it by out. By the way, take smart it. move by Kim Kardashian. Now she's probably got her probably her home is full of she probably got a year's supply of free Dunkaroos. Oh, my God. When I see that show, Jesse will watch it. And like Jesse, my wife, um, who I and love. The, the the glass containers that they have with Oreos stacked up. Do you have you seen? Oh, I I don't I don't watch it regular. Yeah, it's like so many bags of Oreos in there. It's crazy, and it's like you don't eat those cookies. Yeah. Anyway, well, maybe it'll be so many things Dunkaroos. of Dunkaroos, but we won't know because the show's ending, and so that yeah. really stinks for everybody. That really stinks for the Dunkaroos resurgence. Jonah, and how do you feel about it, Jonah? Are you? I, I never really ate them, but I I feel like. Um... I think it's, yeah, I mean, why not? I, I like the fact that they're not changing them. I like the fact they're just bringing them back. They're not trying to add, like, quinoa to yeah. them or yeah, something. Yeah, they're just yeah. Putting, you know. in my frosting. No <laughs> yeah, I like, I like just bring it back. Keep yeah. it the same. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. You're less of a sweets person, so I, I, I think it never was, like, a huge snack for you, but I like that. I like You that. know what's interesting, though? I've gotten more into sweets as an adult, like, since oh, I've kind of, like, but yeah, you have to. I never really cared yeah. about it in my twenties, and as a, and now I feel like I'm always the one with my wife. Like we should get ice cream, or like we should, you know, like wow, I'm more into it now. Shocking. Yeah, like yeah. I love like a little pastry with my coffee. Like I like a little dessert. Yeah, yeah. Jonah, way yeah. to catch up to the rest of the Bayers because we've been eating desserts for years. <laughs> I know. You'd always I be know. like, Jonah would always be like, I don't want dessert, and we'd be like, Is he from his family? Okay. <laughs> and it'd be um, like, like maybe at, at the restaurant, you'd be like. Go sit over there with another family. Get out of here. Jim. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to have dessert. We're, we're a dessert family. <laughs> or we'd be out in New York when I visit or when I was living in New York and Vanessa, we'd go to like a like a, a store um, by like by NYU or something. Vanessa would be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Jonah, do you want all these cookies? You want four cookies? These are for you? You really want these? And I'd be like, yeah, this is what I want. Yeah, she'd be like, oh, okay, I guess. I don't know how we cookies. eat like this. My I, my first few years, <laughs> my first few years on SNL, I lived in this um, building that was really like on, basically on NYU's campus, and so I would go buy snacks at this bodega that was all students. And Jonah, oh <laughs> be like, we'd be like, oh man, we have to go study. This sucks. And I'd be like, Jonah, you want to buy all these cookies for studying? And I was like, okay, if it helps you with your homework. And then we buy all these cookies and hold them and be talking about how they're for him. I just oh, did God. a similar. I just, I just did a similar thing i do i still do it i i was um i was <laughs> i i had my first levain cookies in new york and oh, um and i i was i was there briefly back i didn't see you there because i knew it to you there here yeah and, that's okay. and um and i was with our you know america do you know america yeah yeah i know america yeah we were there and i was like america what which cookies do you want you want three and i was like god <laughs> just for me and she's By standing the way, right there she's standing and right like, you there you want three and she's like no it's like okay i'll get you three yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, no, she was bud? like yes vanessa i want that and i was like and america do you want this flavor too and she was like yeah i do <laughs> i've been really lucky because all my friends and family who've done this with me have really played along yeah that's yeah. a really good move i'm gonna try that in the future <laughs> it's really fun. the vanessa the vanessa dessert hack exactly <laughs> But I do feel that yeah, the NYU thing, we would I felt like if we were in this space we had to pretend we we're students, even though we're so much older and everyone I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, need clearly. some brain food and we'd be like, Oh, I got this ex- final exam tomorrow. It's gonna be so hard. <laughs> and we'd talk super loud. Like, these guys are up to something. <laughs> 
what I thought you were going to say is I remember I would order in insomnia cookies and I didn't, which were like these delivery cookies that you'd mm-hmm. get in like in a pizza box. And I didn't want people to know it was me in case they like recognize my name. So I would order them to Jonah Bayer Perfect. at my apartment. So it would always, so if anyone was like suspicious, they'd be like, if they ever took the time to think through it, which I think it was just all stoners who worked there, but they would be like, oh, Jonah Bayer's ordering 24 oh, we cookies. we saw her. We saw Vanessa, but her brother was there ordering them. <laughs> Versus if it was like a full pseudonym, like a fake name, they'd be like, she's embarrassed about the cookie ordering. And she's ordering on her a fake name. But yeah. This, yeah, this is better. Yeah. So what about you, Vanessa? Yeah, that's a yes, nostalgia for Yes, you. I love okay. Dunkaroos. You know, I love Dunkaroos. Okay. Love them. All right, great. So next one we got... Um, this is an interesting piece of news, a little punk tie-in, actually. Uh, horror fan aficionado Rob Zombie is directing a Munsters reboot. Uh, he announced this on Instagram. He wrote, attention boils and ghouls. The rumors are true. My next film project will be the one I've been chasing for 20 years, The Munsters. Stay tuned for exciting details as things progress. And then I made this joke that looks like he's been chasing something called shampoo for the last 20 years as well. Good one, Jonah. <laughs> Thank you. Although, to be honest, I, I was a huge White Zombie fan um, in the 90s. I, I did see them do this co-headlining tour with the Ramones. Um, oh, cool. And I, I really, I actually really do like White Zombie, so I feel kind of bad about that joke. Um, I think he actually has a pretty cool look, so I maybe I'm just jealous <laughs> that he has so much more hair than me. I know there's legal rules around using songs, but did he sing the song that went like this? More human than human, more human yeah. than human. That's probably <laughs> I think, all I can sing. I think that is so far <laughs> from what the song sounds like that we could definitely use that. Yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's more human than human. They had that Thunderkiss 65 song that. Dun, 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 dun. They had a bunch of big songs in that era. They were they were actually were a very cool band. And then he's had a huge solo career. But Beck, what do you think of? And he's also directed a ton of horror movies. Oh yeah, a ton. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I saw the list out. of horror movies that, and now I'm not a horror movie person. I don't, I don't see them. Although Beck, I think I saw Get Out with you. Really? Yeah, I think we saw it in theaters together. Oh, that's right. And that was one we of the. Did. That's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen because really? I really highly avoid scary movies. I did like it a lot. I thought it was great. I like movies like Get Out, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Drag me to hell. Like, I like. <laughs> I just made a face. <laughs> of course, you made a face. Said drag me to hell. They're like, they're like, I, they're horror movies, but they're not, they don't rely on gore. Yeah. Uh, some of them might have a little bit, but it's like they're creative and they're, you know, they're like, they're genre e as more than horror, I would say sometimes. But, but yeah. yeah. I, I walked, I was like in a movie theater. Oh, I miss the movies. Remember the movies? Um, <laughs> uh, and I like I was I was there earlier or something you know walked into uh, I think the like something rejects Hell's Rejects yeah and I watched some of it and I was like it made me so uncomfortable it was kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre style and I was like yeah his, so that's, his that's, his vibe is more like I think like the really gory kind of classic yeah um, horror movies so so Beck were you did you ever watch the Monsters growing up never watched the Monsters and so that's a it's I I gotta say it's a, a nostalgia for me. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it doesn't, it just doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. You know, I might like it, but it does, it's a nostalgia for me cause I didn't watch the monsters. Don't really know what they are. I, I realized I really, I mean, and they were saying there's going to be an Adams family reboot from, um, Tim Burton, right? Yeah. So I always confuse the monsters. I always 
assume they're the Adams family. And then I realized right. that they're not. And um, what a great story. What a but- great story <laughs> to have to like bring up to the pod. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good point because I, apparently the Munsters and the Adams family, the Munsters only aired for two years, but the Munsters and the Adams family aired at the exact same time. Oh. So they oh, wow. almost had like the same premise at the exact same time so it's understandable why you'd confuse those but i think the adams family is a lot more kind of popular as far as like yeah. its impact on pop culture yeah. although when i i was really excited when i looked up the monsters that the um herman monster the dad was played by fred gwynn who was the judge in my cousin Vinny. oh who was wow. so good i don't know if you guys remember that but he was so good in yes. my cousin Vinny. so but, good but and so what a storied career and um i but truly <laughs> truly but um but yeah i don't think i i don't know i i don't know that there's like a real appetite for the monsters especially like if an adams family reboot is coming up but i wonder if it will be similar yeah. to like rob zombie stuff in general where it's like he has his following of people who like yeah and, and is it a tv show or is it a movie it's a movie, I think, but it's going to be on. They think it will be on Peacock because of it's owned by mm-hmm. like something, some studio, by Universal. Yeah, I think I'll have to tone it down, so maybe it'll be, yeah, easier for like mass consumption. I guess I think his movies are a little like I know he's this movie House of a Thousand Corpses. I think his movies are a little more fringy, but I think his fans. Yeah. I mean, I think it fits his whole aesthetic. Yeah, you know. We're talking about two kooky, spooky families, and I feel like with yep. Rob, he might go more spooky than kooky. Yeah. Yes. But you exactly. know what, what makes it work is the balance and the, the family dynamics of the yes. kooky, spooky. Yeah. I also wonder what took twenty years for him to be able to do it. I, That's maybe a question I would love to see you ask him like that. <laughs> I wonder what took twenty years for you to do this. <laughs> I wonder if it's a licensing thing. I don't know. We should have Rob Zombie on the show for sure. Oh my God, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, Talk about it. That would be a scary episode. Yeah. <laughs> I worked with him. I didn't work directly with him. I worked on an award show that he was a part of, um, but I didn't get to meet him. But I got to work with the singer of Slipknot who gave him an award. Oh, okay, cool. Um, was Slipknot but, yeah. nice? It was Corey, the singer for Slipknot. He's, okay. he's very nice. Uh, he's very kind of, um, he's written a bunch of books too. He's, he's a pretty... Pretty, yeah, he's like just kind of a mild-mannered kind of regular guy you'd yeah. never know. A lot of punk people are, right? Metal yeah. people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know Jonah's friend Jeff Rosenstock, who's yes. who's a musician. His sister Kim, who's a friend of mine, always says like Jeff is like one of the nicest people in the world because he gets a lot of his like any of his like aggression or whatever he gets out in his oh, music. Yeah. That's Which Jonah could say the same thing about you. Who could be a more gentle soul than my brother Jonah? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Jeff and Jeff's newest record, "No Dream," I don't know, is a great record as a, an aside. And he just put out a ska version of his record called "Ska wow. Dream," where he re-recorded wow. all the songs ska versions. Wow, yeah. that's Which wild. Nineties nineties cool. music is coming back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Big time. So just just to recap about this this yes nostalgia. So we got a nostalgia from Beck, a yeah. nostalgia from me, Jonah. Nostalgia. What do you think? I, I'm gonna this is kind of hard for me because I like I said I am a fan of Rob Zombie I'm not a huge Munsters fan but I'm curious what he would do I'm gonna go with yes nostalgia. I think I would probably I think I would check this out yeah okay 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 now our last and final yeah uh, uh, thing that's making a comeback is Micro Machines 
One of the most popular toy car lines from the 1980s and 90s, Micro Machines is making a comeback. The line of toy cars and sets is returning for the first time in 12 years. Beck? I'm going to say, for that's a nostalgia. Whoa. I can't believe I'm saying that. I, you know, I want to say yes to the nostalgia. Nostalgia. But for me, I'm like, first of all, I, I ain't gonna be playing with no toy cars. <laughs> right, right. Okay? It seems like it seems like we're. <laughs> I don't know that we're asking if it's like for you personally, but go ahead. I yeah. Mean, so and, and is, I think, yeah. and I also think that like when I was a kid, I remember. I remember there was like one, like, wait, wait, Hot Wheels or Mini Wheels? Mini Wheels. No, so, micro hot wheels and micro machines. Wait, what are we talking about? We're talking about micro <laughs> machines. So, so they were compet they were competitive with Hot Wheels and all that stuff. And did they transform? No, no. I I don't believe they did. So, so you're so for like two years, micro machines were more successful than like Hot Wheels and all the other ones. And they were micro smaller? machines were the tiny ones. And this guy John Machida Jr. Machida did the voiceover. Did right, the voiceover yeah. who yeah. spoke really fast? Yeah, and and actually and actually, um, we looked at a picture of him today. He looks a lot like our dad. Really? Today. Wow! Yeah, the original. And Cobb. also, he won a Guinness um, Book of World Records for like fastest talker, and then right. his record yeah. was beat in 1990 and 1995. And he has said like. I think on the record, he's on the record. He <laughs> said that he doesn't believe. He thinks there's like he's not sure that he. He questions the legitimacy. He questions of his claims, the legimi- but, yeah. legitimacy, which As is very like our dad when he questions <laughs> the legitimacy of people saying that they were named Todd before. Oh him. yeah. So there's like a lot of parallels with our there's dad a lot and of that guy. But, there. <laughs> but those are the tiny ones, and actually they tried to bring them back for like different movie releases and stuff. And people only like them when they're like the classic cars. That's like what makes them the most. Oh, okay. And do they, do they have like a little track that they fly in or are they going solo? Yeah. That's the big thing with them is that like, they have this set, they have this world called, um, sorry that I wasn't a big dork growing up. So I don't know this. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But they They have this world called. I'm looking at them now. Oh, you know what? That's a nostalgia for me. Whoa! I I take it back. I like little things. I mean, <laughs> we all like little things, right? Oh, they're so I mean, there's, cute. there's a show right now. The 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 show that's on TV about like little sets and stuff. I think, yeah, I would be into this. Ooh, Micro Machines, Super Van City playset. Yeah, yeah, Super Van City. That's the name of it. Yeah. Super Van City. People are really into. And so they're bringing it back. That's part of the reason I think people love Micro Machines is because they came with these sets. Yeah. I think I think I'm into that. Uh, that's a yes. I mean, like my first thought is that like I for that sort of thing, I would I would rather play with Legos, I think, as a kid. And I still like Legos. But I think micro machines are a nostalgia for me. Um, I think that's fun. I like little worlds and the, the big the big sets like the micro machine or not micro machines, yeah. or Hot Wheels, whatever those sets. Eh, I don't know. doesn't do it for me. I think that they're too they're too big. To really have fun with them. But when something's yeah. smaller, it's cuter. It's so cute. And that guy talking so fast, I really associate him with micro machines. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? Are you a yes or nostalgia? I, I'm a yes nostalgia, but I, I don't I don't have kids yeah. at the moment that I know of. Just kidding. You, right. Not a, you might have not kids. A, that's not a joke that women can make. <laughs> <laughs> They might be out there somewhere, but I don't know. 
I think it is, is a joke that women can make. A, I think it's definitely a funnier joke than the guys ways, making that joke. In some ways, it's very similar to the thing in the in the Lean Pockets commercial where the guy's like, "These are Lean Pockets." It's like, yeah, you made them. Yeah, you would have you would have to know if you had a child. You would know. <laughs> I would make them, anyways. I would think the only thing that I would say about micro machines is I don't really know exactly how small they are, but I would be worried about them being lightly a choking hazard for like they might be uh, kind of a little bit of an issue with small kids. See, and I I worry about them being also a hazard for the Tripping. parents of the children stepping on them, yeah, like all over the house because they got wheels and they're moving around, yeah, yeah. So there's that, you know, there's that. But I think overall, I would say yes, Dalja, because they are very cute. And and look, that guy is still around. And I'm sure he'd love to prove, he, if he's anything like our dad, <laughs> he'd like to prove that he can still talk really fast. Oh, but what if he doesn't have it anymore? Oh. He does. Oh, he does. He's, he's got probably to. Been we practicing see him come back. this whole time. I want to yeah. see him come back more than anything. I want to see that guy, that voiceover artist come back. I think he's doing great. And he looks so much like our dad. And he looks so much like your dad. Which I guess he always in some ways did. But the, he's really grown in to have a similar look. Now, our dad will hear this and look him up and maybe... I don't know what our dad's reaction will be. Jonah, what do you think? <laughs> I just want to sit in that silence. <laughs> I mean, he's basically like a guy without a lot of hair with a mustache, which is basically what I look like also. So I feel like we can just fast forward maybe 40 years. Jonah. Uh, it's, a similar, it's a similar kind of look. Jonah. I, I really hope your dad looks exactly like you. That would be awesome. <laughs> but I would say um, I'll give it a yes, Dalja. I mean, I don't, I don't feel super, super strongly about it either way. But sure, yeah. why not? Maybe this kind of feels bad. like a, a medium nostalgia, a maybe, yeah, a sure. That's how I feel for all of us. I think like this is going to make me sound maybe kind of judgmental, but I think at least it's like an actual thing kids will play with versus like a screen or something. Like at mm-hmm. least you're doing yeah. sort of moving around using your imagination, you know, not having technology do all the work for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And what I would like, which I feel like is never really like all those, like I was looking for like hot wheels toys for my nephew and stuff. And I feel like they always have like a very specific track, but what I think would be cool is if they could have a track sort of like Legos where you could build a track, and like have this whole set and like put a car at the top and see it go through the whole course. I think that would be really fun. So if they're listening, I don't know, that could be a really good idea. I do think that Super Vans World or whatever, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Um, you weren't a dork road up, so you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing where I do think it has a cool thing where like you open it up and it's almost like, um, you know, like when you get those like cards where it's like you open up the greeting card and, it, and it's like up. 3d it's like yes. i think they have like yeah that's what it is it's called pop-up. <laughs> <laughs> i think they have sort of pop-up worlds in a cool way now i don't quote me on that like when you're buying it because i might be wrong i heard but- from vanessa bayer I'm, yeah, I'm quoting <laughs> vanessa bayer uh i have a quote from her that says that these <laughs> pop up and they're all sorts of different worlds well Guys, I, that's what I said not to do. But also, she's not sure because she wasn't a huge dork grown up. <laughs> do you guys have that stuff? <laughs> that's going to happen, and you're going to get in trouble on the internet. They're going to come you after know what you. I, you know what's going to happen? I'll probably get free micro machines because I said to be a stall. Yes. <laughs> and you're going to become a micro head. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, brother. Oh, sister. 
Well, <laughs> that's what we should say at the end of yeah, every you, podcast. Yeah, you should say, but as okay, you say, go, oh, okay, brother. Do, let's yeah, try it. And then you oh, say, oh, bro- oh, brother. <laughs> oh, sister. <laughs> that sounded that's religious. That sounded good. like sort yeah, of like Quakerish. Yeah, it sounded Quakerish. too much you like know? Quakery. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, agree. yeah I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> well, Peck, this has been just... Just a delight. Well, Vanini, uh, I have had so much fun. Jonah, Janini, uh, <laughs> this is was an absolute pleasure. You guys are s- sweet, smart, funny, warm little hugs. Hey, Beck, we're rubber. You're glue. Whatever you say bounces off of us and lands right square on you. Works for me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for having me, you guys. This well, was so fun. thank you so yeah, much. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you to everyone who listened. Thank you to Beth. Yeah, you're welcome. Now, everybody, please keep a lookout for next week's episode of How Did We Get Weird, where we'll discuss more stories from childhood. And Jonah, is there anything you want to say about Lean Pockets? Yeah, R.I.P. Lean Pockets. We're gonna miss you. R.I.P. Lean Pockets. Thank you for all that you did for me and my childhood. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.